0: Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows.
1: And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 75 of Zack Snyder's
0: Justice League, which is going to start with Steppenwolf removing the helmet of a captured Atlantean. And then the minute is going to end with Steppenwolf discovering the location of the Atlantean mother box. So we can pretty much infer what happens in this minute. <laughs> can we? Yeah, just an interrogation scene. But
1: Interrogation scene. It it's not me
0: back. just an interrogation scene. Because uh, the more I was watching it with you and taking my notes, the more it just becomes more of a spectacle of like effects. Like visual effects and practical effects and all that that kind of stuff. Like, yes, it is Steppenwolf, bad guy doing bad thing to Atlantean. Mm -hmm. But then it just becomes more of like more important. I'd say than you know, the motivation for Steppenwolf, but more of like, let's admire the design of Steppenwolf. Like let's have another moment for our CGI villain to like, kind of just shine as a character.
1: You know, I would say, I want to say that like this scene is like perfect for a just like straight up this is a deleted scene you know oh it just deleted scene that made it into the movie uh you know general grievous killing shock tea type deal where it's like oh my gosh the whole thing is like done it's here it's 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 given you but the fact that he gets the location of the mother box does that is is that like a piece of information that um if we didn't have it here he wouldn't have gotten it at all or do you think he would have just like gotten it because I think the other mother
0: box would have told him at least that's what happens with the Themyscira one we're not I mean yes we're kind of told in the sense that Lex Luthor sees Steppenwolf like see that third mother box blinking but there's no one telling him where the penetralium is on Themyscira or how to find Themyscira he just kind of shows up so with the Atlantis one, he could do the same thing where he, they see the boom tube happening, Mara turns around and they're kind of like, oh crap, here comes Steppenwolf. And then you lead in with that. You could totally delete the scene still. It's not necessary to the plot. Um, it just becomes one of those things where it's, it is what Zack Snyder wants to have in these movies, which is a lot of uh, pre-visualization choreography with um, stunt doubles and suits and motion capture and aliens and like build this world out with all the little details. This is something that I know he really wanted to have in the film, Um, but I can see why it was cut. And the more we watch it, the more we just appreciate everything that they did because it's not just this part at the end where he, you know, puts a little robot on the Atlantean's head and gets the Penetralium uh, information. Um, Just having the Parademons dragging the Atlanteans onto the beach, like creating that that scope, um, you can just tell, like, he really envisioned something like this. So it's really cool. And especially, like, the very end of that minute where he does discover it and he says, uh, you already have, that seems so... Different in terms of like the tone of Steppenwolf and like his whole voice, his whole character, that it seems like a comic book panel, like it doesn't sound like the sympathetic Steppenwolf we saw earlier, um or the one that we saw on, on the Like here, like that specific shot always st- stuck with me because it just seems so character, like it's Calculated. so much of yeah, like a like a someone who storyboarding the sh- the movie would be like this is a comic book panel where you kind of have Steppenwolf on one side of the screen. And then on the left is the location of the mother box. And then saying you already have like that. It just, it's a very cool uh, envisioned shot by Zack Snyder and um, getting into like kind of the effects that are going on in this minute. um, The first thing is kind of like a bit of Foley work that I thought was impressive. This is where Steppenwolf is removing the helmet of the atlantean and you can kind of hear the crunch of the helmet as he's crushing it and we know it's like what like uh some sort of urethane rubber for a suit so it's nice that they can kind of crush that helmet and then add it with that effect and you kind of believe it's made out of tin or metal and then when he throws it behind him and it rolls on the sand it has like that nice kind of foley work that they did there so i really do enjoy that and then you were telling me this before we started recording, but you were like, look at Steppenwolf's hand as he's grabbing the Atlantean, mm-hmm. um, which you said it's a really nice job the way they can shadow his hand. So it has like, there's like less work to do there as far as visual yeah. effects.
1: That's like, goes it goes behind just Steppenwolf's leg there. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was like an impressive layering job just because it's just so shadowed it's yeah. just completely black you're just like oh yeah anything that just goes behind it just disappears it's like oh yeah totally i get that and it's like a real leg yeah um more mm-hmm. believable cgi definitely feels like it has the weight um especially as steppenwolf is just this towering monster that's just picking up these atlanteans and holding them over like what are they like four feet in the air i mean that's
0: yeah, that's what I started thinking about that the, when you mentioned it. I, like when you thought about the hand, or when you mentioned the hand, I started thinking like, okay, well, how are they lifting up the actor? You know, like that's actually happening in the movie. Like that actor is going from on the ground to being lifted up into the air. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking like he must have like some sort of harness on him, and they just like yeah, pull him up on a pickup
1: and then hold him.
0: Yeah, and then I started looking at exactly when Steppenwolf grabs him. And you can see the visual effects on the stunt double's face. And you can tell that like he's on the ground laying down. And then all of a sudden it switches to an, a second shot of him. This time he has the harness on, but the Steppenwolf hand is covering that harness. They've added that layer on top of it to hide it. And then they hoist the double up into the air. Um, so it's like a, it's like a perfectly cut shot. And I guess mm-hmm. because... He's the only, well, I guess you have two Atlanteans in the background, but those could be CGI uh, edited as well. But I was thinking if he's the only one in the shot, then he can do a perfect cut. Like nobody touch any sand, keep it the way it is. We're going to put the harness on him and then uh, continue filming. And then they just, yeah, lift him four feet off the ground and there's your shot right there. Which he has an amazing costume. I love the armor. Of the Atlantean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like that, like, brushed. uh, Steppenwolf as well. Brass. (laughs) Steppenwolf's Steppenwolf's armor is uh, pretty impressive. It's cool that you can see, like, the oil slick coloring that we see to it, the really metallic, just space alien, space knight, awesome, awesome spikes. As they're pulsating, as he's, like, as if it's, like, breathing kind of.
0: Mm Mm-hmm and you can hear it too that's the other foley work you can yeah. hear
1: it loosely in the background it's just that
0: ticking uh, effect that's going on it's a really cool concept I like I like Space Knight as a as a concept for Steppenwolf mm-hmm. it looks really good yeah they really nailed it with this one because you feel it you feel the kind of like the royalty of it of him being a knight whereas with the other version it seemed like weird celtic armor from a uh, it didn't feel alien enough i would yeah, say
1: yeah that was another it didn't feel alien enough it was yeah. it was just a little um I don't
0: a little know. too humanoid
1: yeah yeah big shoes too weird big shoes i remember <laughs> the shoes being a problem in my mind just being like this is it was odd
0: yeah um, and so then, this is where he throws the Atlantean into the wall, and we've seen this, of course, on in Dawn of Justice, where Batman launches uh, a crate into one of Lex Luthor's or KGB's goons, and like we sk- we kind of see like the head splatter against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fine. I think if you're trying to maybe impress the MPAA, maybe don't have so much blood there. But this is Steppenwolf we're dealing with here, so
1: yeah, we're just you know edited out.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a pretty violent. Doesn't have
1: to be there. That's what it's. That's what I'm saying. Like if you go back to the theatrical one with the, or the one that they show on TNT when Batman throws that, I don't know. Maybe they do it on TNT (laughs) when Batman throws the box at the guy. Sometimes there's blood. Sometimes there's not. You know.
0: Yeah, it is. I think it's fine. I think because it's a villain. I mean, we've seen him um, slit the throats of, like, Amazons on Themyscira, which is... And also kill a bunch of horses. So, Um, it just always is, like, it's the villain. You have to... The bad guy's here. We have to make him threatening. Um, And he... I'm surprised this dude is
1: still conscious. Because, uh... It's... the, The fact that it's, like, all that blood and he's wearing armor... I mean, I don't know I mean that's his head what Atlantean Armour is made up of and I don't know how it would fare on things like being in the surface or whatever. I just don't know you would think it would be much more tougher because it would have to withstand pressures of the ocean, right? So Yeah. That's like being thrown into the rock and then still blood just being splattered. I mean you're just like crushing you're you're getting crushed in the tin can.
0: Yeah, I think because the helmet is gone, like his head is just cracked in the back from that from that rock, and it looks kind of jagged, almost like it's pointed back towards him. So it's like it's not just you landed on a flat piece of rock; like you landed on like a corner. Yeah, and I pretty much paralyzed this man immediately. Oh yeah, he's done for. This is probably one of my favorite visual effect shots in this movie, which is Steppenwolf walking through the mud here. That looks like a blend of visual effects and some practical effects. It almost reminds me of, like I can imagine um, what they did in Jurassic Park where they started to wear the dinosaur feet and walk through something and they mm-hmm. kind of blend on top of it. It looks like there's actual water there. There's actual dirt and mud and someone has just like trudged through it. Because it's so well done. If this is completely visual effects, like this is complete CGI, there's nothing practical about it, that's even more impressive. No, I but think it,
1: the the water and, and walking up is is practical.
0: Yeah. It almost looks like that stick that he steps on is, is like a clue that it's a practical effect.
1: I mean, even looking at the mud at the, at the base, it's like getting kicked up. And just the water that's moving and getting tossed by the mud. Yeah. For real. It's awesome. Um, these parademons um, look pretty pretty dang cool, I'll tell you right now.
0: Yeah. These, these guys. are These are the more humanoid looking ones, not the creeper ones. Mm-hmm. The stalker ones. These ones, it's a, it's a really nice shot where after he's thrown that Atlantean guard and he starts walking up and he has the three parademons behind him, that, that's like concept art. That looks like concept art. Yeah. It's really nice. I like that. I just like the shape of Steppenwolf. I like like how his proportions are, and then as he's walking through that mud, it's like, okay, this is like
1: a a monster. Yeah, a monster. This he is really like a- is. I mean, he's he is. It's it's wild, kaiju esque monster. Hmm. Um. So what about this uh little little spiky spider robot? Uh, didn't they do the same thing in in a Transformer movie? Uh it looks like a transformer, right? Like it looks like something yeah, from the Michael Bay transformers. Like the, they did something like that in in the in the in the in a Shia LaBeouf transformer.
0: I think they did they, it in the second one because maybe. he has like the he has like a part of the a shard of the Allspark like in his system or something. So he's having like oh, yeah. visions of the fallen or whatever. I can't believe I remember this. That's and pretty so good. then uh they introduced one of these shrimp looking robots, uh that talks like Albert Einstein and then it can like project what he's thinking about. And I don't know, they'd find the location of another shard. Then they send a, uh, 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 ravage from Soundwave, And then he gets the other one. And then I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. There was like a Russian nesting doll thing happening with, that sound wave in that movie—it was like sound wave with a satellite. Then he sent Ravager, and then Ravager like released had this little things. Uh, yeah, these microbots, these uh nano machines that turned pencil thin and stole another shard of the Elsweyrk, and that was wild. Um, a lot of people had. Some theories about this robot for steppenwolf some thought it was a reference to Starro because Starro kind of does the same thing where it kind of lays on top of the face like that and kinda yeah looks like a star. of course, this isn't a five legged uh organism robot machine <laughs> um it's six legged instead of five, and mm-hmm. of course, now we know there is an actual star starro appearing in the suicide squad the um which we haven't seen yet but it, it's possible that maybe this was Zach's way of bringing in starro
1: and having it more of a machine than or maybe uh steppenwolf in his travels came across something of the nature and was like oh snap let's get something like that yeah and uh created it
0: i don't know i've um i was trying to look for other references to if they've ever, if, you know, Apocalypse, like Steppenwolf and Side, if they've ever used technology like this, um, nothing that came to mind immediately. I know mind control is a big thing that they do, um, especially in uh, a lot of the animated shows. Um, mind control is a big thing. Usually, though, Granny Goodness is involved. Um, so this could be something that belongs from her um, or... It's just a cool little crab exposition robot.
1: Yeah, so, right? Exposition robot.
0: Yeah. Show us show us where we need to go. Um Which is cool. I like it. I think it's uh, I think it's great. I dig
1: it. It's pretty neat. I uh like it even later when we get to see it again. It's it makes two appearances in this movie.
0: It's yeah, a it stop, does. baby.
1: It actually does. You're right.
0: And it does not appear in uh the other version. So and you know you got to get the Steppenwolf faction figure with the little little robot droid accessory. It comes with it. That's how toys mm-hmm. are sold. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's what I would summarize this minute as. It's just like it's a nice montage of really good effects. Yeah, and that's what it is. Like you're here to see a special effects movie. That's what superhero movies are. That's what you know. You know, you go see Godzilla movie or something like that, or seeing the Avengers movie, it's supposed to be a
1: spectacle of special effects. Yeah, I I mean, the tagline of Superman was, you'll believe a man can fly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Star Wars. You go to see a Star Wars movie for impressive effects, and that's what minutes like these are. And I think that's why it's a little disappointing when scenes like this get cut out, because this is what you come to see as far as a movie, a moving pictures, like movies, like this is what's so kind of cool about them is you can do things like this. And, it, you know, and it sucks when someone's like, yeah, but, you know, we got to get the story going. For what? This is what you came to see. You came to see special effects happen. Yeah. It's kind of weird to argue that, you know, oh, this is CGI. It looks bad. It's CGI. It's like, yeah. Isn't that awesome? Isn't it cool that we can make this with a computer? Especially like bringing comic books to life. And having aliens and robots and Atlanteans in it. We can make people believe that this is happening. It's really, really cool.
1: You're advocating for just special effects now? Oh,
0: yeah. All the time. All the time. All the time. That's that's why I see movies. Um, but I, I, that's I think that's the end of this minute, too, or a scene. Like, this was yesterday, right? We started part yeah. of it. With the Barry Allen. That's thing. what I'm
1: saying. Like it's just like pretty much like this one. I mean, maybe there's a second. uh Is from it tom- yesterday on like Monday? A it's going to be a whole like different tomorrow. scene now. Is I it don't... a whole different scene? So yeah, like it's just it's, sixty it's seconds of just like, hey, this was like a deleted scene. Bing yeah. bang boom, put it back in. Put it back in. <laughs> put it back Clean in, it in up, the movie. Put some rad special effects on it, and make it awesome.
0: And that's the other thing, as far as marketing goes for a movie, it's like. You wanna sell the action figure. Yeah, and you this know they're really making s-
1: <laughs> I was gonna say they're making this armor just too easy for cosplayers right now. Oh yeah. Like that is so Like I can see it. I can see the the foam core, the 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 textured undergarment. Yeah. I'm looking at it too, just like and even the Atlanteans.
0: Parademons, all that. The only one I ever thought was would be tricky would be um Cyborg. But when I look at Flash's costume, I'm like, that's that looks like a, a cosplay so goal. So many pieces. Yeah. yeah. You just make the pieces and you attach it to the black undersuit. Like, it's it's there for you. And then you just yeah. get the wiring and you put the wiring all over the suit and you're done. So mm-hmm. It looks It's amazing.
1: It's such a great job that... These things are a little bit harder because you got to have movement and stuff. But, I mean, like, if it's all separated like this and it's just pretty much just Velcroed onto that, like, undergarment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all foam work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. God, I wish.
0: The undersuit for the Atlanteans is, is really just like spandex that has glued on like that thin uh, foam that people use. I, War, warbla, that kind of foam. And then they, you know, velcro on the shoulder pads and then they can take it off as they please and stuff, which is so cool just to think about. It's like these people get paid to just wear cosplay get thrown around and they're in a movie paid to play make
1: believe man i, I want to do it
0: yeah it's amazing i love this minute it's it's just very enjoyable to watch over and over again
1: it's pretty nice it's pretty cool even how brutal it is i mean it's it's rough it's it's a brutal minute but yeah. hey if you if you want to have the argument of like it being dark and gritty and stuff i'll give it to you but again there's color um, there's a lot of color, especially those metallics. Uh, yeah, and these blues and and everything. Um, but uh, but yeah, this is this is a villain, ladies and gentlemen. I, I think this shot of the, I guess whatever the, the,
0: the secret outpost for the mother box. It kind of is Zack Snyder getting to do a Star Wars hollow vid you know his love for star wars he's always wanted to make a star wars movie he's kind of making a star wars movie now um and this kind of hollow vid here as he gets it to project like mm-hmm. it is that and it's it's kind of nice because it even has like the static effect as it you know the signals weakening and and picking back up again like that's him getting to do a little star wars bit and that's awesome it's congratulations nice, right? yeah great colors it's really cool uh, you get a full shot of the secret hideout for Atlantis and it looks like something straight out of a comic book yeah looks like something like out of the uh, Justice League animated show yeah Atlantis. it really does doesn't it <laughs> yeah and that's what you know that's you know we, we say it all the time people look for comic book accuracy quote unquote and it's like yeah but if you just enjoy what's there you can find it it's, it's all right there.
1: It's right in front of you.
0: So uh, unless you have anything else, Nate, let's no go nothing. ahead and wrap up. Uh, it's been a pretty eventful week going through the whole beginning of part three as a lot of things start getting set up. Um, we can also say that the, the title of part three, which is Beloved Mother, Beloved Son, uh, kind of fits here as well. If we're talking about Barry Allen and his mother. And then with this scene, it's Steppenwolf finding some other boxes. Uh, it pretty much lends into the name so tell us what you guys think about the minute so far you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society where you can join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on and we'll catch you guys Monday for minute number 76 of Zack Snyder's Justice League